Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back. If you want to reach us, it's in Twitter, Real Mark Cohen, Marsha Collier on Twitter, Computer and Technology Radio on Facebook, Mark and Marsha on Gmail. What else we got? Yeah, Marcia? that'll do. Hashtag I think that's tech enough radio. ways if anybody wants to reach us. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's enough. Uh, and we have a guest, and why don't you tell us about her? Well, First off, when it comes to online dating, now she's not a, a therapist like your daughter, mm-hmm. but Julie is the expert. She's been doing online dating uh, since it, online first started with the dating services, pretty much. Not that she's old. She's just experienced. <laughs> right, Julie? <laughs> wow, what a great introduction. <laughs> You are. You're experienced, and you've heard the stories from hundreds, maybe thousands of people, right? I, I really have, and, and it's it's so interesting because now with online dating being mainstream, it's okay to you know see your parents online or put your children online. But years ago, it was for what we called the dating challenge, maybe the geeks or the shy ones. Not anymore. Yeah, exactly. So what I wanted to ask you, the first thing, I am sure that online dating sites are not the way they were when they first started. How have they changed over the years? Oh, my gosh, they certainly have changed. We can sort of look at the dial-up days to mobile and everything in between. When I first started in 1994, Match.com hadn't even begun yet. There was no eHarmony. I was a charter member of Love at AOL with a slow dial-up connection. <laughs> and everybody's saying, I want to join a free dating site. Well, I had to pay $250 a month. Really? Looking for love online a with, month? with a wow. slow dial-up modem charging me per minute in a chat oh, room. Oh, God. But and because you're so you lovable, you only had to do it one month, right? <laughs> 15 minutes, Mark. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So it was worth the 60, 80 bucks that you had to spend. Right. So, so it really has changed a lot because when we think about those early days of being in like the bulletin boards, and that's how you would sort of meet people in chat rooms, and now it's, you know, mobile is the big thing, and now it's all about mobile dating and meeting people in real time, in close proximity, um, quicker than you used to. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. And I- and so n- name all the different sites. Before you go into explaining what you get on each site, how many different sites are there right now? Well, there are a few thousand, believe it or not. Um, we all know the household names, but uh, like eHarmony or Match.com or OkCupid or Plenty of Fish. But these days, the big growth market are what we call niche dating sites. So if you're looking to meet somebody with a mustache, you can go on stashpassions.com. <laughs> so, so we go use the niche sites, Stash. and they are hysterical, and, they, and they're sort of funny. But, um, but geek to geek has been around for a long time. I mean, there's a site called We Waited for people who, well, they want to make sure they marry a virgin. So we have everything oh. running the gamut on online dating sites, and, and they are worth a chuckle, and they're worth checking out. So if you had to pick one site, regardless of money or what it cost, and you were someone searching for your true love, what would your be? What would your? But wait, but choice? wait a minute, Mark. When you're asking that to Julie, I think, and this is what I want Julie to talk about a little more, is depending on age, background, mm-hmm. where you're from. I think there's variables involved. Are there? Is there not? 
Huge, huge variable. So I, I, when somebody says, what's your favorite dating site? There is not a favorite dating site. There is not a best dating site. It's where you are in your life now. Even if I was to recommend something for myself today, it would be different than it would have been 10 years ago. So what happens is you need to really determine what you're looking for. Um, just this week, Huffington Post posted a, an interesting story of the top 10 most popular dating sites from Google searches. And, and they ran everything the gamut from hookups to finding your soulmate on eHarmony. So that means that some of these other, you know, hookup sites are just as popular as the ones that where people are looking for a soulmate or a spouse. Now, define for our listeners the difference between a hookup site and a dating site. <laughs> I know. I'm getting embarrassed just saying it, right? Um, basically, it's what we call the casual dating market. Um, and the casual dating market might be something like uh, adult friend finder, date hookup. Um, they are what they say they are. They are for people who openly want to have a casual relationship. They are not looking for a long-term relationship or marriage. And so I urge people that to go there if that's what they're looking for, rather than going to a match.com and pretending that you, you know, you're looking for something serious when you're really not. You know, I have to yeah, say this hookup terminology. I have asked a bunch of, you know, younger people, you know, what do you mean by hookup? I can never get a straight answer. You know, well, does that mean it's sex? Well, no. Well, what does that mean then? Oh, I think it means different things to different people. It can mean anything from just going on a casual date, you know, to a no-strings-attached, you know, intimate relationship. Well, interesting. Now, okay. there are sites like J-Date, and there's Christian Singles. And what are some of the niche sites? Uh, well, starting with the niche sites, the religious niche sites are the most popular. So we do have Christian Mingle and J-Date and Christian Cafe, um, Catholic Singles Meet, sites like that. So when you know that religion is really important to you, then you should seek out some of these niche dating sites where you can find somebody with a similar value towards their religious beliefs. Uh, it was funny, T Kurt Boothman just tweeted, we saw an ad on TV for this, FarmersOnly.com. Have you seen that site? I most certainly have. <laughs> Is it as advertised? You've won a farmer, that's where you find them? If you're looking for a farmer, there is a site for you. Now, there is a millionaire site, right? There's a number of those floating around, aren't there? Yeah, there are, Mark, several millionaire sites. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're a millionaire to join, um, because basically anybody can check off the box that they want to say how much money they make. So they, you know... Truth in advertising is really little difficult with online <laughs> dating. You have to hope for the best. My daughter has always told me just whatever height they tell you, they're three to four inches shorter. Whatever picture they're using, it's their high school picture, regardless of how old they are. So <laughs> what are some good tips to know? We have to know that people do lie about their age. And, if, you know, we have to wonder where we draw the line between an inch or two on the height and the age versus marital status. That's the area that makes me very, very concerned because, you know, if you're single, you want to meet somebody else who's single who doesn't have a wife at home or isn't looking for plan B. So, you know, yes, people do lie about their age to fit in the search. I wish they wouldn't. Um, we will figure it out eventually, and people are now rushing over to Facebook to see if your Facebook photos 
happen to match your online dating photos. So sometimes you get a little busted. Yeah. Well, pretty so. much, can't you? Uh, we don't like to call it stalking, but when do the sites give the real names of the people, or do they have you know nom de plumes? Most sites they allow you to create a screen name. And that's what I do. I help people create these catchy screen names online to draw the attention. Some sites will just use your first name and an initial. And so it really varies based upon the site. But it's unusual to go to a site and know who somebody's first and last name is so we can zip over to Google and Facebook and uh, check them out. It's usually um, harder to find out. Two questions. First question is how do you craft a good screen name and second do you recommend that people absolutely find out the real name of the person before they meet them anywhere i think first of all these are great questions the first question is how do you get a catchy screen name think about your list of your passions if you write down a list of 10 passions and maybe they're travel related maybe they're music related try and come up with something that describes your personality i have often used song titles because I love music. So if I use a song title, I had Blue Jean Baby L.A., which was an Elton John, you know, part of an Elton John song. I got people to write back to me, and they would start to recite the rest of the lyrics of the song. The great thing about coming up with a screen name that's catchy is you need to make sure, just like with social media, that it's engaging and it provokes an opportunity to start a conversation. Hmm. Uh, okay. What about so what say, po- oh, wait, wait, wait. Second part of my question was at what point do you find their real names so you can stalk them? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to get, uh, I'm sure people are not going to like my answer. I believe that women need to protect their identities a little bit more and that men need to be very forthright in representing who they are with their first and last name by the time you're on the phone with them because a woman needs to feel safe about who she's going out with. But I think women should ration their information flow. And a first name is fine for just a woman. Um, It would be good to know the first and last name of the guy that you're going out with. And if you do a Google search, you know, go ahead. Just don't talk about it on the first date. Then they will (laughs) think you're a stalker. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I definitely think it's it's a good idea to um, have a nice screen name so you can oh kurt boothman just said his new screen name is i'm hot like mark cohen (laughs) (laughs) you know i like the name it's not true kurt i'm sorry but i like the name nonetheless (laughs) but seriously when you have these names and you can generally get a sense of a person's personality by their screen name correct Yes, you most certainly can. Um, you know, if you're a music lover, that's great. I had a woman that I worked on her profile, and she was um, loved art, and she painted. So we created a screen name that talked about art in it and painting in her screen name. And, you know, that was her personality. That was her passion. And she would go on dates with guys to art galleries. And that was really terrific for her. And within two months, she met a guy on OkCupid, and they fell madly in love. And I don't know, there might be an engagement uh, ring coming around. Julie, hold that well, thought. We're going to break. Yeah. So we want to. I also, when we come back, I want you to talk about safety of online dating and what tips and you have. And we have some uh, Twitter comments that are definitely worth repeating. <laughs> All right, don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier, Mark Cohen, and Julie Spira on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. 
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, or Android market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com, that's IQPAKK.com, to learn more. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And we're talking to Julie Spira, who is an online dating expert. Julie, give us her website. My site is cyberdatingexpert.com. Okay, so talk to us about safety, because that's always Wait, a before concern. we talk about oh, okay. safety... Uh, Marvin, one of our listeners, wanted to know how his screen name was, Funtime777. <laughs> yeah, he's got a good one for that. I, I saw that, and I just replied on Twitter. I mean, it sounds like he's a fun person, and with the number seven repeated, well, he's a lucky guy, hopefully. Lucky, lucky. lucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Uncle Bill, you should know, is taking some serious notes. 
Oh, good. All right. That's oh, good thank you, Uncle Bill. Let us know if you have any questions. Uh, all right. So, talk so go to ahead. Us about, about safety. safety yeah. Because what do we do? when I, I'd meet somebody, I always had to find out their real name. You can always run a Google search, and you can run pretty intensive Google searches. Um, and before I got serious with anybody, to be honest with you, I'd uh, pay money for one of those um, background investigations for like forty nine ninety nine. And it was worth it. It's worth it. It for was your, worth it. For, for, for yes, if you're going on a date with somebody, of course you should do a Google search. And again, I take it further, and I it. So jump, don't jump to a digital conclusion that this person has a shady past if there's one bad article. Um, you know, that's not a good way to go. But if you have a third or fourth date on the calendar, go ahead and spend $40, $50 and just do a search and make sure you feel a little bit more comfortable. Safety is really important, and the sites take it very seriously. So I think it's a good idea. When I, when I talk to people and they ask me how do I search for something to see if it's a good company, I always say, type the company name and fraud next to it because it tells you if there's anything. So in this case, you type the person's name and murderer. Would that be a good thing to do? <laughs> no, I think with Google, putting the word fraud is not a bad idea in your search. Put that yeah. person's name in with fraud, uh, all, you know, all kinds of different things that, that might pull up something. Um, well, I have a little I th- tip. I have a little secret I'm going to share with you, okay? Type in the person's email address or type in the person's phone number, and you'll be surprised what might pop up on Google. Really? That's interesting. Okay. Really? Right. If you really? don't know their last name, type in their email address. You may just now find out their last name. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Well, I'm doing that right. I'm sure Marsha's busily doing that as well. <laughs> so, uh, interesting. Okay, good. All right, so tell, tell us some other tips and how we should, you know, you're, you're looking for your true love. Start with someone. Now, you do consulting. So you, yes, I do. So tell us about what you do specifically. What I do specifically is I work with singles to help them find love on the Internet. Sometimes I'm called a digital matchmaker, but what I do is I create these irresistible profiles for them, and that includes the catchy screen name, a bio with the right word count, tossing out any cliches that they might want to repeat in their profiles, and picking out the photos and even what they should wear in the photos. Some people take it a step deeper, and they want to have me look look at searches for them. They want me to help them craft their emails. What I don't do is I don't ghostwrite because I believe in authenticity. I teach people how to communicate better, and I'll review their emails, but I'm not going to write them for them because I just think that's just not a great way to start a relationship. Yeah, it's a good thing. Right, because definitely um, uh, there's trans- there has to be some transparency in the whole thing. I mean, you know, you don't put yourself fully out there. Now, when you meet this first person for that coffee date, what do you talk about the first time? You keep it light and easy. People get nervous. Think about when you're on a job interview and the kinds of questions you might ask a company about their company. You don't ask the company if they've had unhappy employees or they've been sued. So if you go on a date, Don't ask somebody about their past relationship history or their ex-wives or ex-husbands or don't certainly complain about yours. (laughs) But it's the biggest mistake people make. The next thing you know, they're talking about their divorce and not getting their spousal support or a bad relationship. So don't go on a date and compare bad date stories. Keep it light 
and positive and upbeat. Makes sense. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you need to reveal too much of your dirty undercoat in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save that till after you're married. Yeah, right. So wait, wait till they maybe fall in love with you and think you're really special, and then tell them about your belching habits. You no, know, right, right. right. <laughs> Is there any statistical information? to tell you how many people i mean you know you go to the websites and all you hear about is how this couple got married and this couple got married are there any really stats about finding love online what are your percentages of really doing that each site typically has their own surveys that they conduct eHarmony did a harris interactive poll the study was done about two years ago and they claim to have over five hundred thousand marriages which is a lot um, and one out of relationships start online, according to Match.com. But we're looking at, you know, a lot of success rates, but we're also understanding that, you know, there are some bad dates that go on, and we don't know how many people get divorced that meet online. We just know that they meet quicker and they get married faster. Really? Really? Yeah. And it's interesting. Is there a difference in the age demographics? Because I've been finding, uh, let's say, the more experienced I get in life, that people over a certain age, maybe who've been through a marriage, um, they know what they want at the outset. Perhaps that's why it gets quicker? Right, because they realize that they know what they're looking for. They're not as wishy-washy. More often than not, they're looking for companionship. When I look at the statistics now, the largest growth market, believe it or not, is 55-plus. Hmm. We would have never seen this 10 years ago. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, I wrote my books for seniors, and a lot of times when I've gone and spoken, uh, spoken, sp spoke, speaked in front of senior groups, uh, the question of online dating does come around now. That said, there are seniors organizations who have their own online dating sites. And personally, um, unless you're really gung-ho into that organization, I kind of recommend that you go more on a general dating site because sometimes membership in these inclusive organizations may want more information about you, not for the dating site but for themselves, than you may want to give people. Right. I mean, we're talking about sharing a lot of data on the Internet, whether it's on Facebook or it's on an online dating site. We're sharing a lot of data. We're not really sure where it all goes. Yeah, It's funny. Fun. Uh, I was talking to a big data expert when I, I was out of town, and they were saying that we have no idea of how much, because the trackers in our telephones – they know where we are at any different moment. They can tell if you sit in an office from 9 to 5. The data that exists out there on everybody is massive, and it can be found. So you, you know, like you say, a, site, a Google search will definitely, and, and give it a try in Bing, too, because you have a different search engine. You may find out different stuff. You might, and that's why, you know, you cast a wide net when you're on the Internet. Look at the different search engines. Look at, you know, Facebook. Look at Twitter. Look at, I mean, you know, don't, don't laugh or don't cry, but look at the Superior Court websites for the county that you live in. Sometimes you might find out about somebody that has a huge history of lawsuits or judgments against them. Or and drunk driving. That. Drunk, or drunk driving. Drunk driving, yeah. exactly. 
Yeah, there's good thought. We've only got about two minutes left, but what, when do you, you know, it's very discouraging for a lot of people to go to these sites because it takes a long time and they give up. So is there a period of time? Just keep trying until you find somebody or give it X number of months or years? It's different for everyone, but I always say that online dating is a numbers game and you need to play to win. And so if you're signing up for an online dating site for the first time, you are not doing yourself a service by not signing up for six months. You need to give it at least six months. Here's the analogy. You're out of work and you're looking for a new job. You go on a couple of interviews. You have three bad interviews. You don't get the job. Do you stop looking for a job because you had three bad interviews? Yeah, I quit. I just go home and watch <laughs> no, So that's. I feel the same way about dating. It's yeah, like that's... looking for a job. That's great advice. Good, Julie. Give us your, your site again because we've got to run in a minute. Okay, cyberdatingexpert.com where you can sign up for the weekly flirt. It's free. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Julie Spira. I'd love to chat. Yeah, and that's you have great. a couple books out. Yes, my first book is The Perils of Cyber Dating, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic Looking for Love Online. And the second one you can find at rulesofnetiquette.com. Rules of Netiquette, I like it. Rules of Netiquette.com. And, that, and there's a lot of manners, and, and we should talk with Julie about that, because there are a lot of manners online about what you should say or what kind of pictures you should put on Facebook. Um, since Julie's here, really quick before the break, Julie, these kids who are putting pictures of themselves on Facebook that are never going to disappear, who are swearing on Twitter and Facebook, these things are never going to disappear. And it's true that employers are now looking with social media searches into backgrounds of people. Have you found that to be true? Absolutely, and it breaks my digital heart. And I have to tell everyone, think before you tweet, think before you post, because you are creating a permanent digital footprint that will follow you around forever. Julie, thank you for the great advice. We'll have you back again. We appreciate you being with us. Uh, Thanks, Julie. Thank Thank you. you. All right, and we will be back with the buy of the week and some other stuff also. I'm sure we've got something, right, Marsha? Definitely, definitely. This is Marsha Collier. I'm here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. 
Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Are you an adventurous wine drinker? Would you enjoy trying a bold red with dark fruit and a spicy finish from Hungary? Or an amphora-style Chivi Pinot with layers of complex flavors? Carpathian Wines hand-selects extraordinary wines from premier Central European wineries. At carpathianwines.com, you'll find amazing dry whites, big juicy reds, even the famous Tokaya Azu. Discover award-winning limited production wines from the heart of Central Europe. Find them only at carpathianwines.com. 